Really, keep up for God's sakes. I'm trying, Jean. I never was very good at roller skating. Like I'm always telling my wife, speed is more important than skill or stamina. Just push from the glutes. We've not got much time. I can't believe we're almost there, Jean. Finally, we're gonna find out who exploded Vivian Stone. Exactly. And what happened to the hand up? Indeed. What went on with the wayward son? Yes. The private detective. Yeah, remember him? The monkey. The disgraced director. The incarcerated Australian. It's a hell of a story, Kelly. Hard to keep track, I'll say. Still, at least nothing else could possibly be added to the tale at this point. What the hell was that? If I didn't know better, I'd say that was the distant sound of an extremely weary flamingo exploding, setting off an entirely new chain of chaos. Oh, come on, Kelly, that would be insane. Now, there it is, Four Slice Studios. Oh, it'll all be worth it, Kelly. All the travel, all the toil, all the illicit flannel washes and gas station toilets. We just need to roll our way through those doors, solve this crime, and get back to the good life. Uh, excuse me, miss, do you work here? I do. What the hell was that? If I didn't know better, I'd say it was the distant release of a lot of hungry animals bent on vengeance and gluttony. Kelly, please, that would be needlessly apocalyptic. Miss, we need to get to the Rosemary's Toddler set. Damn it, we're here to solve a crime. Right, I see. And who are you? Gene Kelly and Kelly Jean, FBI. And you are? Flanchesca. Flan... Jessica, that's... That's pretty. Did you say Jean Kelly? Yes. And Kelly Jean? The very same. Sir, look at the doors behind her. Jesus, Kelly, what now? Sir, if I didn't know better, I'd say those doors are straining with the angry passion of underpaid, overworked, enormous animals. Kelly, I need you to focus, all right? This is our chance. This is the only way we recover our careers from the shame of... Caracas? Exactly. Wait, what? You've taken your time, gentlemen. Flancesca? Is that... Name Venezuelan. Holy moly. You have no idea how long I've been waiting for you boys. To be fair, the journey's been an absolute nightmare. La Brigada de la Pescara sends their regards, along with a knife to the heart. Jesus! Jean, look! The doors! Ah! Christ! Kelly, watch out! Camels and tigers and sheep! Oh, God! Two new lemurs could hunt us a pack! Jesus, they've picked her up! Who knew lemurs could pull apart a body with such precision? Christ, Gene, that was a hell of a close call. Damn it! I don't care how many rabid lemurs we have to punch our way through. How many talented buffalo we shoot in the face. We've gotten this far. We're getting to that damn set, and we are figuring out who exploded. God, I'm sorry. So sorry, gents. They're probably absolutely fine. Could check... No time to check, damn it, Wallace. Here we go. You know who exploded Vivian Stone and nothing's going to stop you now. James Wiggy Wiggington, I'm coming for you. Who exploded Vivian Stone? Episode 8. Who exploded Vivian Stone? Don't mind if we run alongside you, do you, Mr. Metropolis? Uh, and Gideon, what the hell's happened here? The lemurs, the rapid, Mr. Metropolis, and don't get us started on the sheep. They say Bingley Bear's out too, Mr. Metropolis. They say Bingley's broken his barriers and barricaded the best boys in the belfry. Christ! 
lights. The entire studio's overrun. We need to get indoors. Absolutely, Mr. Matravers. Reach higher ground will be our advice, Mr. Matravers. No, no, I have to get to set. We just wanted to say, Mr. Matravers, that... Should something bad happen, Mr. Matravers... Should another one of your actors fall to the winds of this murdering psychopath that lurks amongst us... Should another one pop their clogs and shuffle off into a blood-red sunset... That we'd really love to know about it, Mr. Matravers. What? So we're alert. Prepared. With onions chopped... And a pan on the boil. A ready kitchen is a steady kitchen, as, as we, we like, like to say. say. Right, well, I'll certainly keep that in mind. This is a studio-wide announcement. The menagerie has been compromised. The menagerie has been compromised. We are at Code Red. Can all surviving members of staff join Mr. Wigginton and Veronica Stone in the armory for immediate dueling up? We do not have eyes on Bingley Bear. Repeat, Bingley Bear is currently missing, presumed hungry. Christ, I have to get to the armory. Knock, knock, knock. Oh, Mr. Sons. For God's sake, Mick, did you hear the tannoy? A stampede! Exactly. This is perfect, Joanna. Perfect? How can this be perfect? We need to get our sexual tape back from head office, not get trampled to death by a herd of wildebeest. Look, with all this animal hoo-ha, it should keep people distracted long enough for us to sneak into Mr. Sun's office, grab our saucy little tape, show it to the team, and prove our innocence. How exactly are we sneaking in if you're knocking on his door right now? Joanna, you must consider the plan. What plan? I charge in first, greet the old buffoon with some of that scallywag salad charm, then knock something on the floor. An important document or telephone, perhaps? Then I say, oh, let me get that for you, Mr. Sons, and I do the old reliable mix salad patented spread and bed. It is a hypnotizing bottom. Then, while he's distracted, you, disguised as a fern, bounce past, grab the film. No doubt he will already have watched and enjoyed it multiple times, so it'll most likely still be in the projector, then bounce back out again. Ingenious! But am I dressed as a fern? Damn it, Joanna, you're an actor. If you act like you're dressed as a fern, then you're dressed as a fern. Yes, of course! The credo! Once I see you pass with the film, I shall remain in double-down position and shimmy out into the lobby, keeping Mr. Sons and anyone else in a ten-yard radius, utterly transfixed until we are safe and clear. It's a pleasure to watch you work, Mick. Damn it, why isn't the man answering my knock? The delightful knock of a mixed salad knock is not to be ignored. Wait, Mick, can you smell that? Apologies, I'm a windy knocker, Joanna. You know that. Windy but worth it. No, it's rather like barbecue. Oh, no. If there's ribs to be had, then mixed salad shall not be left out. Come on. <gasps> oh, my God. What the holy hell? Mick! This is the worst barbecue I've ever seen. It looks like... Is that Mr. Sons? I think so. Gosh, his ribs are cooked to perfection. Oh, my goodness. And, and, and who is that? I think that's the studio's lady lawyer, Miranda Pop of Pop, Pop and Pop, medium rare. The poor thing. But, Mick, does this mean... Indeed, Joanna. Indeed. The man didn't ignore my knock after all. Another victory for Mick Salad. No, Mick... Think about it. More attacks, more murders, a killer still on the loose. Never mind all that. What about our saucy showreel? <gasps> Look, you were right. There's a tape still in the projector. Grab it quickly before this smell drives me to feast. God, two more dead. Do you think we'll need alibis for these murders too? Quick, Joanna, have sex with me. No time. This tape is more important than ever, Mick. Come on, we've got to find the others and prove our innocence. <laughs> And remember, the next time you pull a trigger on set, think bear. 
B. Be careful when aiming. A. Always make sure you're firing blanks. N. Never store the weapon in your waistband. And G. Good luck, as ultimately training can only take you so far, and the funding of this video only covered a very specific 20-minute runtime, which is nowhere near enough time to pop... Well, there we go then. God, that was boring. Like I said, it was going to be extremely painful, but health and safety is health and safety. You're now as qualified as our most highly trained stunt coordinators. What was it? Uh, B, always say bang when firing. Something like that. Truth is, you don't need to worry as you're the shootee, not the shooter. Uh, to use the technical jargon. So, are you ready to try one for real? I suppose so. Uh, now I'm fully trained and everything. Good. I'm glad you're ready. Uh, Wiggy? Yes, darling? It's definitely a prop gun, isn't it? It just looks so real. It does, doesn't it? A proper, real-life... Blow your brains out, gun. It's a shame it's come to this point, really. I mean, I always liked you, you know, Ronnie. I, I like you too, Wiggy. We have a laugh together, you and me. I couldn't agree more. It's a shame those laughs have to end. Do they? I'm afraid they do. Now, stand still, Ronnie. I've got something for you. Wait, what are you doing? I didn't want it to end like this, truly, but it's the only way. Wiggy! I'll miss you, Ronnie. I really will. Stop! Right! There! Wallace? What's going on? You're interrupting an important safety briefing. Oh, is that right, Wiggy? Or should I call you James Wiggy Wiggington? I mean, yeah, if you want. I won't. If it's all the same to you, I'm absolutely knackered. That's a lot of syllables. My dad's first name was Wigfield. That was a mouthful. Why did you kill them all? Kill them? Don't you play the dumb waiter now, Wiggy. I've caught you red-handed, gun-handed, with a gun in hand, about to slay your next victim. Wiggy! Oh, my God! He said he had something for me, that, that he was going to miss me. I do. I am. I've got her a good look card, seeing as we're finishing filming today, that's all. Why did you say you were sorry it had to end this way? It's a horrible card. Yeah, but it was the only one they had at the petrol station. Uh, look. Does that say... Sorry, you're ill again. It does, yeah. And that's a hippo with a pants stuck on its head for some reason. What? Well, I left it very late, but I wanted to give you something. She's a lovely lass, that's all. It's been a pleasure. Eh? Wiggy, for God's sake, I, I storm in on you, pointing a gun at the poor girl, having watched you wreak bloody havoc with our entire cast and crew under my damn nose, and you expect me to believe it's all in the service of some inappropriate memento. Not today, sir. I am calling the police. You're getting locked away and there's nothing you can do about it. I'm not doing anything. Look, this isn't even a real gun. It's a prop for the scene. Oh, a likely story. If I shot any of you with this, the most that would happen is a very small chance of mild tinnitus. You can't lie your way out of it this time, Wiggy. Wiggy? Why would you do this? Vivian? Susan? The chimpanzee? No, that was Laura. Oh, yes, right. God, I tell you what, it's all gotten very confusing, all of this, hasn't it? Do you need to sit down, Wallace? You're sort of greeny-gray. All along, it was the insane machinations of a man who never wanted this film to succeed. All for his own financial ends. Financial? What? Your Christ almighty. Look, you want me to show you? Don't you dare point that thing at me. Oh, bloody hell. Fine, I'll point it at myself then. Happy? You've all gone barking mad. This gun's completely safe. I could hold it like this to my temple, squeeze the trigger, and absolutely nothing would happen. Did he? Is that brain? 
Oh my god. Wiggy? I'm confused. I thought you said... No, 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 no. It, it has to be Wiggy. The clues. The whole thing points directly to... Ronnie! Wiggy! Judy! Hello, dears. The tano I said to get here as quickly uh, as possible. Uh, it's mayhem outside. The hornets have formed a deadly cloud. And the alpacas have gone feral. Judy! Oh, oh my God. Wiggy! Judy, he just... He shot himself right in front of us. No, but but he was the killer, Judy. It's all been him, don't you see? Wiggy, are you just having a laugh? Wink once if you are. This can't be happening. Are you just having a nap? Fart once if you are. I think he's dead, Judy. That's brain, isn't it? Oh, cripes, not Wiggy. He was the best of us. He was the best of us. Look, there must be a reason he... He shot himself, perhaps... He's even more cunning than we ever imagined. He spelt Ronnie wrong in this Get Well Soon card. Oh, Christ. Put an F in it for some reason. Oh, God. And the number five. Oh, that poor man. Cut down in the prime of his life. God, what have I done? Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> Chaps, we... Oh, Wallace, you're back. Couldn't keep away, eh? And Wiggy, having a nap. Lovely stuff. Listen, thank God we found you. We have to show you something. Mick... Joanna, I'm afraid something terrible has happened. It's... it's Wiggy. Wiggy? What's wrong? Unsatisfactory nap? He's... he's shot himself. Oh, my God! He's splattered. Is that brain? I... I was so sure he was the killer, but now... Now it appears the prop gun was switched. Wiggy's dead, and now... I just don't know. Well, that's exactly why we're here, Wallace. You know who's behind all of this? Even better. Wonderful. We know who isn't behind all this. Right, well, I'm not sure that's quite as... Oh, Wiggy, you beautiful, selfless sod. Ronnie, perhaps you could take Judy away from, you know, the scene. Find somewhere safe. Stay indoors. There's animals everywhere. All right. Come on, Judy. Maybe we could have a fag in his honour. Oh, Wiggy! Oh, drama queen. Anyway, as we were saying, Wallace, all these grisly, gruesome murders... It isn't us, Wallace. Oh, good. And we have the tape to prove it. The tape? This pawn confirms without question where myself and Mick were whilst Vivian was exploding. And that was... We broke onto the set of Passion of Cleopatra and had a little passion of our own. Mick was Cleopatra. I was his asp. A sexual asp, Wallace. We were giving the performance of our lives. A sexual performance, Wallace. Yes, I get the gist. Well, let's stick it on, man. What if I just said I believed you both so that we didn't have Wallace, to Wallace, I need you to know I'm not a killer. I want you to be able to watch me have intercourse. With me? Look me right in the eyes and say you didn't murder anyone. Oh, Ronnie, how are we going to get to the set in one piece? We've just got to keep moving. Jesus! Ladies, Mr. Flux, where have you been? Evading bears, dodging falcons, fielding phone calls. Come with us. We're getting to set where it's safe. Safe is a state of mind. In this business, you've got to be a wolf if you want to survive. The sheep... The weak, pathetic, simpering pack animals simply don't make it. Now, we need to discuss your next move. We've got some hot, hot, hot offers coming in. I really don't think now's the best time, Mr. Flots. Don't forget, Judy. No one cares what you think. Now, Veronica, come with me. No, this way, Ronnie. Don't throw away your future, kid. We need to act now if we're going to make paper. Judy, this is a once-in-a-lifetime chance. Ronnie! That's it, kid. Be the wolf. Leave the goose. Come on, let's go. Fine. Go with him. I I hope he makes you very happy. I don't need to make her happy. 
The money and fame will do all that. Oh, oh Mr. Fultz, look out! Whoa! What the hell? Little sucker hit me. You all right? Fine. Just a dumb sheep. Get lost! There's so many! Brought your little friends, have you? What are you gonna do? Bleach me to death? Nuzzle me? Tickle me with those fancy little horns on your head? Mr. Fultz! Oh, ouch! Cut it out, you dweebs! They just keep coming! Jokey! Oh, oh, oh. Wait for me! Thermologer! You can't leave me! Oh! Knock it off! I'm a wolf! Damn it! I really. I really don't think I want this. I'll get the lights, you sit down. I'll get the essential oils. Here we go! Good luck, everyone! Okay, this is audition 362 of the duo Feathers and Fun. This isn't the way I remember it. That's not me. What on earth is going on? I'm not even on screen. Boo! Salad! 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 Wait, what is this? Nick, who is that woman? I knew you were reckless, but I thought you'd have the decency to only cheat on your wife and film it. My God, that's Vivian Stone. That's young Vivian. <laughs> And Bitsy, her beloved flamingo, gosh, she looks fresh. If I end up having sex with her or both of them in this video, I can honestly only Thanks apologize. Thanks for coming in to see us, ladies. Are you both ready to show us what you got? Oh, absolutely, darling. Wait, who is that with them? Another girl. Oh, <laughs> the plot thickens. Uh, your bio says you're an Anglo-American double act that have been wowing music halls on both sides of the Atlantic with their... Toothy smiles and tapping toes. That's her. Uh, we're only looking to cast one girl today, but I want to see your best. This part could make you huge. Oh, uh, what girl? That's not what the casting call said. You want the audition or not? Well, I sure don't want to be pitted against my best friend. I mean, I'm sure the flamingo won't mind. Oh, no, sir. You misunderstand. Bitsy here isn't my partner. She's my pet. No, this... Uh, come over here. Don't be shy. This wonderful young lady is the feathers to my fun. Hello. Feathers? On account of her name. Oh, that's clever. Super. Uh, super stuff. Uh, Miss Feathers? Yes? Uh, we'd love to see you first, if that's all right. I... Of course. What about me? Uh, sure, we'll absolutely get to you, Vera. Vivian. Whatever. Uh, let's have it, please, Feathers. All right. I... Uh, do you mind giving us just a second, gentlemen? Wait. That girl, Miss Feathers, she looks... There's someone she reminds me of. Hush, Wallace. I'm invested. Only one will make the cut, but who? Yes, they seem to like the look of Viv's partner. It's all very dramatic. Well, well, well. Ain't you just the gal in demand? Oh, no. Oh, Viv, I don't know if I can do this. Sure you can. They they can't wait to see you. But we're a double act. Feathers and fun. I, I don't want any of this if I'm not doing it with you. Oh, same, darling. Absolutely. I feel the same. Listen... I've got an idea. What? The very last thing I want is you being nervous. Not on an important day like today. Uh, let your best pal Vivian help you out, all right? Take a sip of this. What is it? A little Dutch courage. Uh, just give me a second. The classic pre-audition hip flask. Fantastic move. Wait, what's that Vivian's putting in there? Here you go. Uh, ready when you are, hon. She's just coming. Uh, go and give it to them, sweetie. <coughs> of course. I, I just... Okay, uh, are we ready? Uh, uh, yes. Good luck, darling. Okay, uh, here we go. Uh, cue music. Give us all you got, kid. Uh, Miss Feathers? 
fright? Miss Feathers? Poor girl's paralysed. Some people, you know, they just can't handle the pressure. I was the same on my first day of Bingley Bear buys a bicycle. Feathers? Hey. Hey, what's this gal's real name? Oh, uh, it's, um... Wait. Wait, two people knew that crucifix was set to crush Vivian. It wasn't just Wiggy, it was... Ah, here we go. It's Goose. Oh, my God. What? Judy Goose. Oh, my God. Wait, there's another Judy Goose? And she lives in the past? What a turn of events. Shut up, Mick. Uh, Miss Goose, can you hear us? I'm so sorry about her, gentlemen. <laughs> Not everyone's cut out for this kind of life, after all. <laughs> Maybe now I can take my shot. Holy Mother of God. Wallace, why are we watching some old Vivian Stone audition tape when somewhere there's a smashing vid of myself and Mick getting down to it on a styrofoam sphinx? Don't you see? Feathers was never a flamingo. Feathers was Judy Goose. Do you know what this means? Um, well... Judy was Vivian's double-act partner all those years ago. Right. Wait, Mick, I have to ask you something. Uh, Olivier's tranquilizers. you said... You said you'd gotten those from Vivian, yes? Absolutely. She'd been using Relaxuchil for years. The woman knew more about knocking out anxious animal companions than anyone. Oh, my God. What? Ronnie. Where the hell is Ronnie? She's safe. She's with Judy, remember? Haven't you listened to anything I just said? I zoned out around Styrofoam Sphinx. You said that! Yes, I can be a dreadful bore. We have to find her. But why, man? What are you talking about? It's Judy! What? Can't you see the murderer? It wasn't Wiggy! It's Judy! Quickly, before it's too late! We'll be safe on set until they contain the pumas. I just can't believe it. I know. Oh, he was such a good man. He really was. He was the backbone of this whole place. And he was going to make me a star. Eh? Who's going to get me all my parts now? Uh, do you still think I'll get to go on an aeroplane? Eh? I suppose there'll be other PR managers, won't there, Judy? What? I'm talking about Wiggy. Oh, right, yeah. Not that jumped-up little snake. Judy, don't be horrible. I know it's been difficult. Oh, you've no idea how difficult. And it's a shame about the new ending. I, I know you wanted to do your speech. A shame, yes, that's one way of putting it. But at the end of the day, it's not personal. We have to do what's right for the film. Of course. And do right by my mum. Oh, yes, the great Vivian Stone. She just deserves so much better than what happened to her. <laughs> I suppose... All of us think that, don't we, love? What? We all believe that we were hard done by, that, that opportunities were taken from us, that, looking back, people should have done things differently. Uh, I suppose so. But really, the only justice in the world is the kind you make for yourself. Judy, why, why have you got Wiggy's gun? Have I, dear? <laughs> Silly me. I must be going soft in my old age. It's dangerous, Judy. We should take that back. Well, yes, but then again, it's a dangerous business, isn't it? Judy? Why do you look so worried, love? Stage fright, is it? <laughs> Hurry! We can't have much time. <laughs> Wallace, what the hell is going on? Oh, don't you see? This is why Judy had no confidence. This is why she never got another part. Her career was railroaded before it even began. You mean... Everybody freeze! Oh, God, who the hell are you? Myra McNamara, menagerie manager, and this place is in lockdown. We've got hundreds of wild beasts roaming free about the back lots, and we need all civilians to stay indoors. We've got a murderer to catch. So very dramatic. Red 2 to Red Leader. 
The prop store has been breached. The Warthog seem to have found their way into the crawl spaces. Christ! So very dramatic! Red 2, this is Red Leader. We need eyes on Bingley Bear. Leave the hogs and follow the bodies. What was that? Get behind those bins. No! Stay still. His vision is based on movement. What is it? Red 2. I have eyes on Bingley. Repeat, I have both beady eyeballs on the beastly bear. Red Leader, do you have a clear shot? We've already taken out two of the art department after mistaken them for leopards. Well, that's what you get for wearing animal print. Look, what if Judy never had stage fright after all? What if she was set up? What? Vivian, she sabotaged her audition. You watched it yourself. Vivian paralyzed Judy with Bitsy's flamingo medicine without Judy even realizing. But relax, you chill. My God. Viv always said you mustn't use it on humans. Yes, that's right. It paralyzes you instantly. Come with me. This way. Just follow my arms as I windmill them in the direction I want you to travel. On my mark, now! We can't stick around to find out. We have to get to set. Come on! You really think Judy Goose is behind all this? She wanted that crucifix to crush Vivian Stone. And when she exploded instead, well, she did everything she had to do to cover her tracks. My God, even murder my poor Olivia. No, no, that was Laura. Oh, yes. Why do I keep forgetting that? My God, it's that horse. The one that led us to Susan's body. Titus! That reminds me, what the hell happened to Susan? No time! Titus, take us to set! Tell it Judy, you're scaring me. You want to know the truth about your mother? Um, I think maybe we should leave. Oh, I... can't do that, can we? Dangerous out there. Those pelicans are getting more brazen by the second. Best stay inside, that's what they say. I suddenly don't feel very safe. Your mother was horrid. Rotten to the core. Didn't care a jot for her friends. You wouldn't find her crying over your body if a crucifix landed on you and smushed you to death, I can tell you that much. She was a star. Oh, and, and didn't I know it. She always wanted to be a star. And if that meant leaving you in the background, then so be it. Shoved into the extras paddock with the peasants and the pheasants. I played a scarecrow in a field once and they forgot to cut me down. So I ended up being out there for four days. It was a bank holiday, see? I ate most of the hay off my costume to survive. What do you mean? You... You knew my mum before all this? Before Rosemary Tosler? Oh, just a bit. Now then, Ronnie, it's almost the end of the day, and we've got one last thing to shoot. <gasps> Judy, please, I thought we were friends. Just, just put the gun down. I don't understand. Oh, of course you don't. <laughs> trying to get any sense out of you was like trying to get blood out of a stone. But it turns out I'm actually pretty good at that. And hand Ronnie Corby, you foul she -wee! Oh, Michael, that was wonderful. Yes, I'm thinking of workshopping it at the Nash. Judy Goose! Wallace! Darling, we're just practising the scene, of course. Give me that gun, Judy. Help me! Don't do this. Don't do what? I know she deserved it. I know Vivian deserved everything she got. Hell, I don't even blame you. Uh, Wallace? But Ronnie didn't do anything wrong. Just let her live. I don't know what you're talking about, Wallace! We've seen the tape, Judy. 
feathers and fun, your very first Four Slice audition. Don't you dare bring up that day to me. We know what Viv did and we don't blame you, Judy. Just, just give me the gun. Get back! All of you! Oh, oh my God! Well, I mean, gosh, finally we get something from the diaphragm. Yes, and a fine pitch. Let Ronnie go, Judy. Let her go and we can talk about this. There's nothing to talk about, Wallace. All stories have their endings and we've finally gotten to ours. Wallace, playing heat. It's all right. I, I see it all clearly now. You, you didn't want to explode Vivian, Judy. You wanted to paralyse her. Finally, somebody started to pay attention. You wanted to do to her what she'd done to you. You, you wanted narrative satisfaction. You wanted perfect, beautiful justice. Yes. Just, just a couple of Olivier's relax you chill pills in that hip flash she was always sucking on and she was going to freeze up in front of an adoring crowd and I dropped that crucifix right on her stupid head! You knew you wouldn't get blamed! Wouldn't be my fault if she didn't jump out of the way, would it? It was all planned, a PR stunt by Miss Stone herself, no less, and I had Wiggy as my witness. It was all going to be perfect! But then... That... Damn cream! It exploded her. I need her to do one simple thing. Just get spiked with that damn relax you chill and stand still. But oh no, she goes and explodes instead. Wait, so this was all a mistake? Well, this is the thing, Joanna. Do you really think I wanted to murder poor Susan? I'm not a monster. I'm a simple old hag with a bit of vengeance to grind. I'm not a maniac. You do look a tad maniacal at present. I'd heard the rumours. Of course I had. Oh, Vivian Stone screwed over a partner all those years ago. But people got the story mixed up. They thought it was about that idiot flamingo. And... I didn't want to think my best friend in the world was the reason my life went so wrong. So I let them say whatever they wanted and I blamed myself. But when she looked straight through me that first day on set, when I saw what she'd become, I knew. I knew she'd done it. It's terribly dramatic. I'll give her that. Go on, Judy. I'm enraptured. So I thought, one murder. One nice, clean murder of my nemesis was all I wanted. It's hardly my fault Susan downed the rest of her hip flask when she was in one of her states. Of course, and only her hands exploded because they were the only things covered in the cream. I couldn't leave a trail like that, could I? So I shoved her in with the crux and let nature run its very toothy course. What about poor Will? And Mr Sons and Miss Pop? What? Oh yes, they're dead too. Burnt to a delicious crisp. Mr. Vanderflat was starting to annoy everyone, let's be honest. He was a bit creepy. Hampering the vision left, right and centre. And when he demanded to see all of Viv's archive footage to try and prove Ronnie wasn't her daughter, well, I knew what he'd find lurking in there. I thought I was home and dry, but then sons and parps started sniffing around those tapes, so they had to go as well. And Wiggy? Oh, come on, don't be dramatic. Wiggy, I barely offed. Yes, I switched the gun, but only so I could shoot Ronnie myself in the sea. Jodie! Shoot the girl accidentally with the prop gun. Stop the stone line in its tracks. The perfect ending. God, the ending, the bloody ending. It's rather gone off track for both of us, wouldn't you say, Wallace? Me? All you ever wanted was to make a piece of art you believed in. Yes. Yes. All I wanted was to bring a bit of justice to the world. 
It's hardly our fault. Everyone else got in the way, is it? I'm not sure you can compare the two. You've had to deal with spaceships, camels, bubble baths. I've had to deal with Susan, Will, Gavin's sons, Olivier. For the last time. That was Laura. She's in prison. Oh, that's right. Bloody tricky, all this. They're hard to keep track of. Murders is what I found. Judy, you can't go on like this. Just, just put the gun down and we can, well... Call the police and have you locked up, obviously. Yes, please, Judy. Wallace, if Judy goes to prison, how the hell are we ever going to finish this damn film? Do you remember the original ending, Wallace? The original? Just the forces of justice, the pulse of blood, the horror on a woman's face as she realises her fate. Well, I mean, that was a long time ago. Do you remember the vision, Wallace? My vision? The triumph of evil. Over the light. Well, yes. The mother dead. The spawn wiped out. Yes, it is a powerful image. The camera's right there, Wallace. We're all ready. Wait, what are you suggesting? It's up to you. Call the police. Drag it all up. Get them back crawling around the set for the next six months. And never, ever get this film finished. We're, we're so close. One more scene, Wallace. One more scene. Judy! Wallace, I'm not sure how much more of this any of us can take. No more camels. No more spaceships. No more pineapple dinners. No more new directors coming in, messing with art they don't understand. I just want it to be finished. All of this, I just want it to be done. Exactly. It's the easiest thing in the world. No! Let's finish this. Finish it the way we always dreamed. And you'll have the film you always deserve. No, this is insane. Please, Wallace, I mean, uh, think about my mother. What would she say? What would Vivian Stone say? I think she'd say there's nothing, nothing in this life more important than the work. Quite right. Amen. Hallelujah. Ready? Uh, wait! No! Well, I suppose as long as the art lives, none of us ever truly die. Yes, we do! You're a visionary, Wallace. Never forget that. No! Joanna, get the lights. I shall. Mick, get that camera rolling. The push of a button. Wallace, I'm scared. That's perfect, Ronnie. Really, darling, spot on. And Judy, let's just bring you closer to the fireplace. Like this? That's it. Lights! Gosh, yes, that shadow does look rather good. Please, you can't do this. Camera! That's it. Don't! Places, everyone. Uh, Mick is holding Ronnie up, Rosemary in place. Like this? No! Uh, and Joanna, uh, Evelyn, is holding her other side. Stop! Nice and firm, so she can't move. Like this? That's it. You can't! In three. No! Two. Don't! One. Please! Action! Welcome back. Now, there's many people who say quite rightly that the sequel is never going to live up to the original. But judging by the rare reviews, sell out screenings and universal adoration of our next guest's latest film, sometimes you can buck the trend. That's right, we're talking about the film on everybody's lips, the now infamous horror, Rosemary's Toddler. I'm here with the film's director. Unbelievably his debut creation, but can't quite believe that. Wallace Byrne 
Matravers. It's an honour, truly, Michael. An honour for me, and of course the stars of the film itself, Joanna Shoebugs and Mick Salad. Hello, Michael. Miss Shoebugs, lovely gloves, and Mr Salad. Michael, same first name as me, lucky boy. Uh, yes, wonderful. Well, welcome. Now, I suppose I've got to begin by asking, did any of you have any idea what you created when you finished the film. I think we all knew this was something special, Michael. It was a very clear, very pure vision I had from the very beginning. It was a vision that we followed to the letter and it's resulted in, in, well, the picture we have in front of us. The camels. Yes, representing post-colonialism, of course. Uh, the spaceship. Gender equality. The extended sequence set in a Sheffield as the car park. The class system has failed us and someone had to speak out. Incredible, incredible. To craft something of such delicately woven themes all while dealing with a murderer loose on set we're here. Yes, well, it's not a job for everyone. Some people can't hack it. But thankfully this killer was stopped in the tracks before they could destroy the entire heart of the film. Indeed. James Wiggington, truly a cold-blooded psychopath. That's, a. Uh... That's right, Michael. Still, as the shoot drew to a close, his killing spree did indeed come to an end and he blew his brains out all up the studio wall. Yeah, uh, he did, yes. Absolutely stank. <laughs> but to get back to the film, a towering success, and it's that final scene that's really got people talking, hasn't it? It seems so. The look of terror in her eye. And that blood-curdling scream. The wound. Yes, a, a fabulously visceral moment that I think we could all agree was made all the better by the woman of the hour. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. She's here this evening. Breakout star of Rosemary's Toddler and soon to be appearing in the upcoming Bingley Bear Belongs Behind Bars, Miss Judy Goose. <laughs> Now, sit down, Judy. Thank you, Lord. Really, I'm really speechless, but it seems you've rather shot an arrow into the heart of the nation, and we, we hear a damehood, maybe on the cards. Oh, dames, sirs, Welshmen. I really don't go in for all those airs and graces. I, I'm just a humble old bird who's glad to finally get a chance to shine. It's been a long old road for our Judy Goose, but she's finally got exactly what she deserves. Well, quite... And this Veronica Stone you play against, she's something of an enigma, isn't she? Seems to shy away from the spotlight. Michael, she hates it. Sensitive skin. A very private person. <laughs> Actors. <laughs> she's just taking some time off. It was her first picture too, and, well, some people can't handle the pressure. It's a very intense environment. Lots of lines. And words. Don't forget words. You've got to be tough to survive in this industry, Michael. I've always said it. So we won't be seeing her any time soon. I very much doubt it. Well... We wait with bated breath. And don't forget, you can watch this anti-capitalist, surrealism-inspired, psychosexual meta-satire folk horror in all good cinemas now. Will you all be working together again? Oh, I... I think so. A bomb like this, it feels... unbreakable. We're all in it together now. Forever. For, of course, the art. The art. The art. Quite right. Can someone get this mic off me, please? Oh, I can take that for you, Mr Parkinson. Who are you? We're the new catering team, Mr Parkinson. I'm Gillian. And I'm Gideon. Oh, right. You're very cold hands. Sorry, 
sorry about that, Mr. Parkinson. We've been making a special pud, Mr. Parkinson. A really special, Mr. Parkinson. Can't tell you too much, though, Mr. Parkinson. God, no, Mr. Parkinson. We like our secret ingredients, you see, Mr. Parkinson. We certainly do, Mr. Parkinson. Oh, lovely. So what's for dessert tonight, then? It's a blood sub... I mean... Blood orange sorbet. Gillian, it's pronounced sorbet, remember? Oh, yes, sorry. Sorbet. Like corbet? That's it. Well, it sounds delicious. I can't wait. Oh, it's delicious, all right, Mr Parkinson. Dead, Dead delicious, delicious, Mr Parkinson. <laughs> who Exploded Vivian Stone is written and performed by Kill the Beast. Who are David Cumming, Clem Garrity, Natasha Hodgson, Ollie Jones and Zoe Roberts. It featured Matt Ford as the voice of Michael Parkinson. The music is by Felix Hagen, sound design by Rich Evans and photography by Idil Sukan. The series is produced by Ben Walker for Storyglass. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.